Welcome to your Coach On Demand. I'm Dr. Greg Ketchum. I'm a psychologist, an executive coach, and a former radio talk show host. And in this interview series, I'll be speaking with some very inspirational people who have great ideas that'll help you reach that next level of fulfillment in your work and in your life. Give a listen, and I think you'll be glad you did. My guest today, author, executive coach, and leadership trainer, Mike Norman, has a 25-year corporate career that included running global learning and development at eBay. He's also the creator of Coach Yourself Up, a training program that teaches self-coaching skills to help individuals make lasting behavior changes in support of their career and life goals. Welcome, Mike, and thanks for being my guest today on Coach on Demand podcast. Yeah, it's great to be here, Dr. Greg. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Now, your book is titled Coach Yourself Up, Self-Coaching Skills for Success, and you've got the word yourself written as two separate words. Was that intentional, and what are you saying by writing it that way? Yeah, good catch, and 100% intentional, and really, Dr. Greg, it it was more an idea of being provocative, of getting people to sort of scratch their head. Hmm, I wonder what that means. Okay, so self-coaching, that's what you're all about. What is self-coaching and why is it important for our listeners to know about and understand that? Yeah, self-coaching, for me, it's all about being able to leverage one's self-awareness to identify where one gets in one's own way right? What are the actions and thought patterns where I might limit myself and having an approach to bust through those patterns and and come out on the other side with a sort of a new way of being in these various behavioral or thought pattern ways, if you will. Yeah. Well, this leads me right into my next question. You talk about self-awareness as being a foundational skill in self-coaching. Now, when you talk about self-awareness, what does that mean and how is that important? Yeah, self-awareness for me is is so significant. In fact, my purpose statement is to help as many people in the world achieve more of their potential through heightened self-awareness. And and it goes back, Dr. Greg, to your very first question about self. How can I learn more about myself? How can I start to observe more about how I'm showing up? How are my actions impacting people around me? You know, what am I thinking at any given moment? What am I feeling? What's my body up to? What am I up to physically? There's almost this notion of stepping outside of yourself to observe yourself. Self-observation is a really important aspect of of this work. Yeah. And that seems to be uh, intimately tied up with self-awareness that you develop the uh, observing self where you kind of stand outside of yourself and look back and ask yourself questions. You know, what is going on right now? Uh, what am I feeling? What is the temperature of this group? So mm-hmm. I can see how that's a really important component of it. How do you start teaching someone to develop their self-awareness observational skills? You know, that's a great question. It's something that in my experience, a lot of people just haven't taken the time to think about it, to reflect on it. And so literally having that conversation um, with an individual and having them start to think about that. And one of the key pieces of this program is around managing attention and think about it for a little bit and start to see like, oh, my attention and start to pay attention to it 
it changes the way you interact with it. And it, you know, you, I'm sure you've heard the phrase, right? Like with self-awareness, you know, once you become aware of something, you can't become unaware of it. And that one of the dangers of self-awareness is we start to see things about ourselves that, oh, I wish I could take that back. <laughs> really, that's what's so important. If you're becoming more self-aware, uh, you are going to come across things about yourself that you weren't aware of before that maybe you're not happy with. But that's part of the program, isn't it? That becoming aware of all aspects of yourself and accepting those aspects and understanding them is key to your methodology, I would imagine. Yeah, it is. And I, you know, maybe one of the things that makes my program unique is the areas of self-awareness that I've chosen to focus on. And, and there are three very specific areas. And the one is I just mentioned, right, helping people become more aware of their attention and the idea that, you know, in order to observe something, I need to pay attention to it. So learning to become more effective at paying attention. And the second area of self-awareness is this notion of where do my actions get in my way? I talk about self-limiting behaviors. And as you might imagine from your work, there are a lot of common self-limiting behaviors. I don't listen very well. I don't speak up in meetings, right? There's a list and people tend to identify with some of those. And then the third area where are my thought patterns getting in my way? I talk a lot about stories and the fact that we as human beings, we are sense-making creatures, we interpret facts, we, you know, so a lot of assumptions, a lot of conclusions, opinions, beliefs, these are all flavors of story and becoming more aware of how prevalent those are in one's life can be really eye-opening. And these run the gamut um, from very simple stories like, oh, Bill's not responding to my email, so I know he's mad at me, to what I call deep stories, which you may have heard referred to as self-limiting beliefs, but these tend to be stories I have about myself that I believe to be true that inhibit me from doing certain things in the world because I have a belief that I can't. Yeah, well, that's interesting because it sounds like what you're doing then is you're you're teaching people to first off identify their stories and then second mm -hmm. to challenge their stories. And I, I noticed in the description of your book on Amazon, you you talk about just becoming open to the possibility that your deep stories are not facts will swing the door open for making changes that you might have thought were impossible. Yeah, that's a that's a heck of a statement. Mike. And I stand behind it, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but yeah, let me share a personal example, if that's OK. Yeah, I live the significant majority of my life with a strong belief, or I should say, knowing that I was not a risk taker and I want to bold and italicize knowing this was a fact about me from my lived experience that I was not a risk taker. Somebody not too many years ago said, that's a story. <laughs> and I was incensed. <laughs> I said, you know, who are you to tell me this crazy thing when I know me, I'm not a risk taker. Stop. Well, clearly some things have happened that have changed my point of view on that. And what happened is I then started to apply these self-coaching techniques to start to challenge that fact that I was not a risk taker and realized that I could take risks. And slowly but surely, I talk about this idea of experimenting with acting differently. So finding relatively low stakes opportunities to take some risks that start to send different signals to the brain about, well, maybe that 
fact we had about ourselves not being risk takers isn't all it's cracked up to be. So I would not be sitting here having this interview today with you, Dr. Greg, if I had not broken through my story about risk taking. And there have been others that I've broken through since then. But at the time, I would have told you that's impossible. And you hear people say things all the time like, that's just the way I am. I can't change. And I beg to disagree. And it's that notion of if you just open your mind to the possibility that that imposter syndrome you have that you believe to be true is a story that can be busted through, think of, you know, what might be possible on the other side of that. That's a very interesting story. And uh, I'm glad you broke through that, Mike. Otherwise, we wouldn't be having this conversation, as you say. <laughs> I am glad that I did as well. And Coach Yourself Up would not exist. Yeah. Well, so it seems like the essence of your program is really becoming aware, more aware of yourself and others, noticing the patterns, thought patterns, the stories you tell yourself, challenging those things, seeing them as not, in fact, not facts, but just stories that we tell ourselves that we've learned growing up, and then putting that into action and creating new stories for yourself that more accurately reflect who you are today. That is a nice summary. I, th I thought it was, yes. it was rather beautiful, actually. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, exactly. we always like to give our listeners three action steps that they can use to try some of these uh, ideas that we've been talking about. What action steps do you have for our listeners today? Yeah, that's great. The The first one, as I mentioned a few times, I'm a big fan of attention management. I call managing attention a superpower for life. And so I encourage people to play around with paying attention mm -hmm. to their attention and just start to get a sense of, hey, what does that mean to pay attention to your attention? It's an interesting thing. But to get a sense of how often are you controlling your attention and how often is it off doing its own thing? And I think you might be surprised what you find there. So that's one. Mm -hmm. The second, this idea of stories is so powerful. And if you can start paying attention to when are you making assumptions or, or using your conclusions and, and operating as if they are facts. And something that I'd encourage your listeners to start playing with is instead of oh, Bill's mad at me because he didn't respond to my email. Can you step back from that a little bit and recognize and say, I've made up a story that Bill's mad at me because Bill did not respond to my email. And just saying it that way makes me, why am I mad? <laughs> or why am I, why am I acting as if he's mad when all it is is that he didn't respond to the email? Mm -hmm. So starting to look for those stories and start to, try to acknowledge that their stories would be really helpful. And then the third thing, right, is, you know, I have a great online course, uh, Coach Yourself Up. We run it three or four times a year and we get, we're getting rave reviews. Um, so I would encourage people to, to give that a shot. Well, it sounds like a great course uh, and uh, something that I think everyone could benefit from. Yeah, I absolutely. This is for everyone. Excellent. Excellent. Well, Mike, thank you so much for being my guest today. I certainly feel like I've learned a lot about self-coaching, the whole idea there, and I'm sure our listeners uh, have too. Well, thank you, Dr. Greg. It's been a pleasure. I've been speaking with Mike Normant, author, executive coach, and leadership trainer. For information on Mike's course, Coach Yourself Up, and other great courses from the Interprofessional Catalog, go to talentplanet.com forward slash be here now. 
If you'd like to take Mike's course or any of the other course offerings, enter the code BE HERE NOW, that's all one word, to receive $100 off any of the interprofessional course offerings. Thanks for listening and be on the lookout for our next Coach on Demand podcast. Thank you, thank you very much. We hope you enjoyed the show tonight as much as we enjoyed being here.